0: Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Amazing God, we worship you this morning. So magnifies you, Holy Father. You are the builder of all things. The Bible says, except the Lord builds a house, the labor in vain will build it. Thank you, Holy Father, for speaking to us in this season, the word of life, the word that directs, the word that heals, the word that strengthens. Thank you, Holy Father, the word that renews our minds and gives us confidence to go forth. We exalt you. We adore you. We worship you. We worship you this morning. Say, hallowed be your name. As we look into your word, we pray that let it be as you have spoken. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our lives, in the lives of our loved ones, in our nation. Let your will be done. Have your way. Have mercy, Lord. Ask us to come boldly to your throne of grace that we may find mercy. We may receive grace to help us in the times of need. So we thank you for access. Thank you for calling us to come. In your name we come. you have accepted us in christ thank you for jesus thank you for jesus thank you for the blood that was shed for the cleansing of our sins thank you for accepting us thank you for this therefore no condemnation because we're in christ jesus no charge can be brought against us so we come boldly we come boldly looking into your word boldly thank you sweet spirit you gave us the holy spirit holy spirit we're asking of you loving you and receiving you that you open up the minds of our understanding that you cause us to hear the father you help us to understand and quicken us to apply father we thank you for this season you've been speaking to us about completion about beginning and the completion assuring us of your spirit and power to help us to finish thank you holy father have your way today For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. So we are looking today in the book of Haggai. Yesterday we continued with, you will finish. And that word, you will finish. It's like it's not, for me, it's not a suggestion. It's like a proclamation. You will finish. That's how I am receiving it. I will finish. No obstacle will stop me. So we are looking at situations where oppositions and obstacles and situations that people would have given up, but they pressed on by the quickening power of the word, by not going on themselves, because in themselves those situations would have weakened them and caused them to draw back. And yesterday we we read. In Ezra, about the fact that the construction ceased, a time came when a position seemed to have overwhelmed the ability to go forward, because the position came from the king himself. The instruction, the command, in fact, is called command, to cease the work, and we also read that armed men went speedily to the construction sites and they asked them to cease but we also read that at some point after two years Haggai and Zachariah began to prophesy a prophecy speaking by the word of God quickened them empowered them to resume the work. And we saw that the temple was completed. We had not read to where the temple was dedicated, but it was completed. And just like the wall in the time of Nehemiah, it was completed and dedicated. There was a lot of rejoicing. And there was a lot of weeping by the elders who had seen the former temple. And rejoicing by the younger generation who saw that indeed God would speak. And they saw it come to pass. So that's the prayer I always pray. We pray father cause our children to see your mighty hand cause them to see your processes follow, and see your might that they will be able to tell their own children not that they will say oh grandma said they will say of a truth using their own experience to convey to their children so their children will tell it to their children's children so it's a god of that it's a god through generations so today we are looking in the book of Haggai, the prophet that we had mentioned that was instrument in the hand of God to bring the word of God to them, the word of God that made them to rise. And what was this word? If we read from the book of Haggai, you look, and I just want to uh, um, summarize chapter one and then we we read from two. Is that these people had totally abandoned sites. They had totally given up this we cannot go against government and they went about their own business they went about all the things don't forget that this was their building of the temple abandoned it they went about their own business they were building their own houses they were minding their own things but god watched from heaven it's like nobody was mindful to be agitated about the situation nobody was mindful to really be have a holy anger about why should this be? Welcome. But the prophets, God will always speak through his instrument. God will always have a way of shaking us back. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. To the path that he wants us to go and to the things he wants us to complete. If indeed that assignment was of God. So we see here in chapter 1 of the book of Haggai that god was not happy See, in the second year of king darius in the sixth month on the first day of the month the word of the lord came by haggai the prophet to zerubbabel son of Shintel. and he continues to say thus speak the lord those speak the lord of hussein these people say the time has not come the time that the lord's house should be built then the word of the lord came by haggai the prophet saying is it time for you yourself to dwell in your own paneled houses, and this temple lie in ruins? Now, therefore, thus says the Lord, consider your ways. And He goes on to say, say in seven, consider your ways. Go up to the mountains and bring wood, and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified. And He continued to say that it is not well with them except they complete this task. He said some, you know some quite very strong use very strong words to tell them look that is why things are like this because you have left the path of completion of what god kept in your hand you have relaxed and the house is lying in ruins so this is also a lesson in this and it was by this prophesying that the bible says then zerubbabel the son of shintel this was the governor at that time with joshua the son of Jehoshaddak, the high priest, with all the remnants of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God, and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God has sent him, and the people feared the presence of the Lord. And then Haggai, the lost messenger, spoke the Lord's message to them, saying, I am with you, says the Lord. He says So the Lord stayed up the spirit of Zerubbabel. That is very very essential in what we are saying. The Lord staked up the spirit. You see, the word of God went first and the spirit was dead. These are people that had downed their tools and departed from the site and left their pursuit because the opposition was too much and then went about. In other words, that was another abandoned project. So now the Lord is speaking to us concerning abandoned projects. You will finish it we will pick it up and we will finish it, as long as it is the will of God, it was the purpose of God, and you heard from God. And opposition came to cause you to stop, because it looks like opposition overwhelmed. Now, the word of God that we have been hearing is to stir us up. Like I said, this is the Bible is a sure word of prophecy. Any prophecy that comes to you by men of God, has to align with the word of God, because it is the word of God spoken to you. So that is why they call the Bible the sure word, the certain word of prophecy. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, all. The basis of it is the word of God, the Bible itself. So we see how God used these prophets, prophet Haggai and prophet Zechariah. And the word that came forth, you see, is the way. We cannot understand that enough. He is the way and it's the truth. Life, the quickening force, the quickening spirit which is in us. The life, the activator. And then the truth. This is the will of God. This is the heart of God. This is truth. It goes forth. It's a two-edged sword. It is sent on an errand. And he must establish that truth. In other words, this word becomes flesh, and you see what he said. So this prophets. Stayed up this word by the this word of God. stayed up the heart. In other words, somebody who had abandoned something. You just stayed it up. You know, the strength came. The soundness of mind. You begin to reason. No, this thing is possible. Courage. soul, it is possible. And then like we read yesterday, that was also the time that the governor sent to ask them, who gave you this audacity? And it is this dialogue now that caused the search to be made, and who did it? It was God, the Spirit of God. So here we are reading how Zerubbabel, the governor general, so to speak, heart was stirred by the prophecy. And then the, the word of God went on. They were told, I am with you, says the Lord. So the Lord stirred up the heart of this man, this governor of Judah the spirit of Joshua, the high priest, the spirit of the remnant of the people. And they came, see, they returned to sites and walked on the house of the Lord, of whose their God. And the date is put there, the 24th date. And then, let us read chapter 2, that's where we are going. It says, in the seventh month, on the 20, 21st of the month, the word of the lord came by hezekiah the prophet saying speak now to zerubbabel the son of Sh- Shiltel, governor of judah and to the high priest joshua and to the remnant of the people saying who is left among you who saw this temple in its former glory and how do you see it now in comparison with it is this not in your eyes as nothing? Yet now, be strong, Sarah Baba, says the Lord, and be strong, Joshua, the high priest, and be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord, and walk, for I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains amongst you. Do not fear. Isn't God awesome? Isn't he such a wonderful father? See the way he's talking to them, staring them to go and telling them you're not alone. In other words, he's not dismissing the opposition. He's not dismissing the fact that they faced, you know, great conflicts. But he's assuring them, I am with you. So get up. Go back to sites. I am with you don't be afraid because if they would recall how it was before remember that they brought armed men every single way they turned they made opposition opposition that were written into law gazetted and they were stopped all of their abundance like two years has passed and they're asking them go back asking them you cannot stay like that is the mission that's why God brought you from captivity and give you all the provisions he gave you. Go back. This is before we go for. This is us. I say we look into this. What is a mirror? There are many things that situation causes us to abandon. Now we are talking about picking up the abandoned projects. Because when God says you will finish, some people may look at projects they had abandoned long time ago, and they may look at the project and look at the site is even rotten. Now we are using construction. And this construction could be yes physical construction it could be anything else it could be anything in your life that became such a sore point and yet you were convinced at some point that it is god that put that thing in your hand it is god that brought that project to you it is the will of god and you were convinced and you prayed and god has spoken and you had the assurance but the position became so overwhelming stop points blockages mountains you say for your peace of mind it has happened to me for your peace of mind as a matter of fact it is not you who abandoned it every factor conspired together that you had no choice it was abandoned in your hand and you just said for my peace of mind let me leave it or you did not even see a way out now it's in the bible it happened the beauty of this word there is nothing you cannot find. There is no experience of man that is not in this Bible. That's why it is given to us, to encourage us, to edify us. It's given to us, for us to learn from. And it's not letters. As we are looking into the word, it's a quickening for us. This is the life. This is the stirring. That is why when the prophecy came, he stayed up. He stayed up the heart of the God. And stayed up the heart of the remnants who returned. So we pray that the Holy Spirit guiding us, telling us, will point us to where we should go back and pick that project up or pick up whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a building construction. It can be anything we abandoned. We set out to do with zest and all, and then it was blocked. So here he says, He says, I will be with you recalling his covenant and how we brought them out of egypt and it continues in chapter 2 verse 6 for thus says the lord of hosts once more it is a little while i will shake heaven and it hallelujah can you imagine the hand of god shaking heaven and head? everything will fall out oh my god i will shake heaven and head, the sea and dry land and i will shake all nations my god and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says that God is already gone ahead. As far as he's concerned, the temple is completed. And he's already seen his glory. And he's already seen people trooping back to the temple. He's already seen nations. Wherever you are, so long as you're on this earth, you will hear about this temple. And the same way I did it in the times of Solomon, I will fill it back with that glory. I will fill it with glory. And it shall be a come and see what the Lord has done. It shall be a come and see. The Lord can let go captives. The Lord is true to his word. And captives returned. And in spite of opposition, look at the temple. The word has become flesh. That's what God is telling them. So while they were stating up their head and dusting up to go back to sites, God is already telling them ahead. See this rubbish you're seeing. See these rubles. You see this place that was thrown down. You see this place that lies desolate. You see this site. compared to the former one. It is nothing. The temple of Solomon was opulent. The temple of Solomon. I mean, the Bible records that the queen of Sheba came and saw things. And her heart left her. Because she said, half of it was not told me. The glory field is such that the people could not stand. The king could not, all of them bowed. And they couldn't see through the thick cloud of glory. They had anointing. And now you look back and you look at it. All of them were became ruined, desolate, with animals jumping all over the place, pillars, those opulent pillars covered, came down. So we can look at our our lives, and look at things. A lot of people are so used to looking back. When you look back, you see where you have come from and you see that it's not been a trajectory of progress. You rather go back to the old times because in the old times you saw glory you were somebody so to speak and things have happened events have occurred mostly negative that has just ruined everything that you thought you were and some of us now it's it's more comforting comfortable to just sit where you have found yourself Because when you look back, it's like the former times is so good or so good that you do not know how it can be replicated. It's God who asks them. He said, look back and compare to what is in front of you. This is rubbish, it's nothing. But I am telling you, I am telling you I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. (laughs) God, this is awesome. I will shake the heavens and the earth and he said it is a little while father we thank you it is a little while it is a little while just a little while in other words be courageous go back to sight put your hands to work it's not you that will bring back the glory so do not look and say there is no way we can replicate Solomon's temple leave that to me just go back to work he said by my spirit I'm the one to shake the heavens and the earth and I'm the one to shake the desires of the nation I am the is it isn't it not my glory? I'm the one that will fill this temple with my glory. And then he goes on. Oh my God. He goes on to say, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. Why did he say that? When you look back at what Solomon built, you say, Ah, Solomon had silver. Solomon has gold. We, We are captives. So how are we going to do it? It's amazing how we worry about things that are God's obligation to do so God is saying what you need to do it is my own I own the silver hallelujah mm-hmm. I own the gold the silver is mine, and the gold is mine says the Lord the silver is mine and the gold is mine says the Lord the glory would goes on to speak He said, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of the latter temple, the glory of the latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. My God, my God. He said, the glory that will come from this rebuilding, the glory that will cover this temple, If you are looking back, the glory here that I'm bringing, as you move forward and obey my voice and pick up your, 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 your equipment and return to sites, leave it to me. The silver to do this is my own. The gold to do this is my own. And I'm the one that will shake all the things I need to shake for this to come to pass, to help you. Don't be afraid. And the glory that you will see, Father, I just worship you. It will be nothing compared to the past because this letter house is going to be greater. The glory is going to be greater than the former. We are prophesying into our lives. We are looking into this book and picking this book. We have found this word. We are eating it as we are speaking that this same God who restored glory and made it greater, that same God is able to restore us as he's encouraging us by his word to go forward. Father, we thank you. As we move, take that tiny step. The Bible says it's going to be a little while. I'm the one that will accomplish it. I'm the one with the life force, the quickening power. I'm the one to shake hearts and overturn everything that stood as opposition. I will shake everything I need to shake. And that work in your hand will be completed. And the glory you will see. When you look back and you think, oh, you were somebody. What is in front of you is greater. That is what God is saying. Father, we worship you this morning. Father, we exalt you this morning. A so magnifies you this morning. And he now goes on, if we go ahead to that same chapter 2, verse 20. He said, And again, the word of the Lord came to Haggai on the 24th day of the month. Speak to the. You see, they are not moving an inch without the word. As they move, God is speaking. As they are afraid, God is speaking. As they are wondering, God is speaking. So the word of God is the quickening power. The word of God, when we find it. It is the word that will make you pick back your tools. It's the word that will make you walk to that site where you are abandoned. It is the word that will make you know what to do. It is the word that will bring you comfort and point you to where silver and gold will come. It is the word that will tell you that this thing that you're seeing, God is able to shake heavens and the earth and to bring to pass as he has commanded you to go back. Arise and go back and finish it because it must be finished. Let nothing intimidate you. Let no position intimidate you. Stand and watch. That what you looked at, your life that you looked at in the past, and you're glorifying it that it was too much, you say you are not, it was nothing compared to what I'm bringing to you, what I'm going to make you in the future. What a word! What a word! So arise, go back to where you abandoned. Go back to that project that you threw. Go back to where it ceased, back to the way that place ceased, where opposition overwhelmed you. I am the one shaking off opposition for you. We are going to complete this temple that's what we are seeing father we just adore you father we adore you what a father what a defender we worship you exalt you for when we were weak we thought we are thrown out the tower when we look back and we we're helpless we thought how do we go forward opposition is overwhelming surrounding everywhere we turn how do we fight institutions You are asking us. You are are affirming. You are comforting. Say, I will be with you. It is my quickening power that will shake what I need to shake off you. Say, I will shake the heavens. I will shake the earth. Everything I need to bring to you. Everything I need to bring, I will give you. The desire of the nations will come. So wherever you go, whatever it is, that heart is in my hand. I will turn it. And he did it. Father, we thank you. For so many of us, oh God, who've been heartbroken. So many of us who felt so helpless and do not even know how to raise our heads. For things, positions that crushed us. Thank you. Thank you for this consideration. Thank you for the force of your word. Thank you for the power in us, the one behind us. The power going ahead. Thank you for we found this word today. It is the season of completion. It is the season of finishing no force no power if we can incline our here and hear what the spirit is saying you will finish go back to the site. go back to that site pick it up believe god pick it up a whole governor general was intimidated and he abandoned the site. the people who returned with such joy and with such all the things restored to them by by cyprus by king cyrus to come and build the silver vessels and the gold vessels that were stolen from their grandfather, given them, and they came to sight. They were so intimidated. They were so frustrated. They were so coward. They abandoned it. They abandoned it. Yet that is why they came back. They abandoned it. And God sat in heaven and was watching them. God sat in heaven and saw how they, they, they didn't have the drive, trusting God to say, I stand. I'm not going to leave this site. But a time came. When God knew, ah, they had abandoned it enough. And God sent his prophets. Like he's sending this word to all of us. This word is to stay us. To go back, review where you abandoned. Go back to where you abandoned. Go back to that way that you thought was impossible. Go back to that place that you were intimidated and you ran. Go back to that place that mountains did not allow you to move. Go back to that place that you saw the valley you couldn't cross. You saw the valley that was so deep and you turned back. You stood still and became helpless. Go back to that place that you looked around the help that you thought you had left you. Go back. God is telling you, go back. I will help you. So, Father, we just thank you that you will not leave us forsaken. We just worship you that we are not depending on our power to fight your May you, have, because you have spoken. We worship you this morning. That temple was completed. The Bible said the dedication of the temple, we find that one in Ezra. If we go back and read the end, that dedication, say so people came out. When they saw the temple, when they looked at them, feeble captives returning, and they saw the temple. They could not believe it. Say so the elders wept. Why did they weep? Because they looked back to where they were coming from. They saw what they thought was impossible. They recalled that God had told them He would do it. And here's the temple standing in flesh before them. The Bible says they wept so much. And He said the younger people were jubilating. The shout was so much. The people who heard them did not know whether they were crying, whether they were rejoicing. There was a mixture of emotions. So it will be with us. God will do a thing in your life that you look up. And all you can do is cry. You're not crying because you're sad. You're crying because the almightiness of God just happened to you. The almightiness and the truth of God. Things that were impossible. Barriers that you looked, it overwhelmed you. Things that made you run back. Sometimes some of you were run out of cities. And you couldn't lift your head. Some of you widowhoods made you so bowed and cowered. You could not even think that you can think in that direction. God is speaking in this season, stirring your hearts, just like He told. They say, "Look, you have abandoned, you have gone to the things. That, yes, you built houses for yourself. So what about my house? That's why I brought you. Go back. I will be with you. Don't be afraid. That opposition, I can handle it. And if we must go back to just bring this conclusion, how did it happen? They were just there after God has spoken. The governor sent for them and said hey tell me this is after two years Say, tell me so why did you people just come back to start building how did it happen tell me who asked you and all they did was tell their story they said yeah we were in captivity and kick cyrus called us and said your lord has asked me to let you people go and he made a proclamation and that proclamation was a decree it's been gazetted so, governor, if you will ask men to search the archives, they will find that we didn't come on our own. We came because our God stayed up a king, and the king proclaimed it and even and let us go. So, governor, please let it, a search be made. That's how. And of course, don't forget, God stayed up the heart of that governor to ask. God is a God that stayed up the heart of that man to ask these captains who returned. And a search truly was made. And they found it. So today, in the name of Jesus, oppositions will be silenced. In the name of Jesus, they will find what will silence them. God will stay up their hearts, whoever this opposition is. God say, who are thou, O mountain? Before Zerubbabel. That thing is connected. Is the, the same as Zechariah. In this same season, don't forget there are two prophets here. It's the same Zechariah. That had that vision. An angel of God showed him a vision. The spirit of God showed him a vision, and he saw that olive, that olive tree, that had a pipe from it to the lampstand that he saw, with the bowls, seven bowls, and the candles, the stands, the candlesticks, and he said, "Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit." He said, "Let Zerubbabel cry grace." grace grace it's all connected grace 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 and the hand that laid the foundation that hand will finish it and it's grace that they cried so what was abandoned what was overwhelming what seemed impossible by the quickening power of the word. This word that we are handling. This word that we are looking at. This word that we are hearing. He said, Once you have spoken twice, I've heard power belongs to you. He said he will shake the heavens and the earth for your sake. He will shake the hearts of nations for your sake. The glory of the latter house shall be greater. You in your lifetime, you as you move forward, your trajectory, what happened in the past cannot be compared in glory. God said, I will fill you with glory. I will fill your house with glory. I will fill your and they walk with glory. Yes. Go back to sites. Pick up what you abandoned. And I'll be with you, a mighty, terrible God. So that is it. And if we go to that 20, in conclusion, that Haggai chapter 2, verse 20, God still threw the mouth of this. God did not let give them rest. He kept bombarding with the word. Look, power is in the word. There is power in the world. Take up the word of God. Send it back to God. Tell God, remind God what he's saying. Stand and speak to God. Go to that side, whatever it is, call the name of that thing that looked like it had defeated you. Say the word of God. Speak the word. Cry grace. Cry grace. Cry grace. And see if that mountain is not going to fall. This season, God is, let every man be a lie. Let that situation be a lie. So God is now saying to Zerubbabel, in chapter 2, in chapter 2, verse 20, he says, I will shake heaven and earth. I will overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the Gentile kingdoms. Amen. Amen. I will overthrow the chariots and those who ride in them. The horses and their riders shall come down and every one by the sword of his brother. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Sheltel says the lord and will make you the signet ring for i have chosen you says the lord of hosts conclusion of the matter anything that needs to be overthrown god is speaking this word is spirit this word is life this word is power He say i will overthrow it i will bring down kingdoms i will overthrow the chariot chariots here and the riders here represent institutions represent the ones you see the ones you don't see institutions, powers and principalities, oppositions that now manifest in the physical to become mountains before you. God is saying, I'm overthrowing them. Just go to the site and watch them. I will overthrow the nations. I will throw mountains. I will throw chariots and the riders. I will bring them down. Every one by the sword of his brother. I know what to do to make them. I will they will turn their swords against oh Father, we thank you. We receive this and we thank you. They will turn their swords against themselves. You will watch in amazement how the way the Red Sea will pass and you will pass. You will watch in amendment. The walls of everything you will pass. That opposition cannot overwhelm you. God is giving us the assurance. He's going to overthrow anything that stands before us. And then he will take us. Hallelujah. This is the concluding part. You that they coward. You that went trotting and hiding. You that thought it had finished for you. You that they despised. You that they mocked. He said, I will take you. Father, thank you for speaking directly. I will take you. You, this is Zerubbabel and will make you the signet ring. In other words, you become the authority. Concerning that matter, your voice is the voice. Concerning that matter, you are the winner. Concerning that matter, you are victorious. Now you will become the poster boy for God, for people to see. Look, God is true. Every man is a lie. His prophecy did not lie. This temple, see the glory. Look at your life, see the glory. You say, yet a little while if you will obey. So, Father, I worship you this morning. So magnify magnifies you this morning. There is no God like our God. No wonder is said in Deuteronomy, happy are you, O whose God is the Lord. Happy are you, O people, O Israel, whose God is the Lord. There is no God like our God. There is none. There is none. He said, greater is he that is in us. He said, Christ in us, the hope of glory. He said, but our Faith is our victory. If we will believe God, we will see as has been told us. Father, thank you for the testimonies that are abound. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for overturning and overturning and overturning, giving it to us what is our right by covenant. Thank you for this divine recitation. Have your way. We pray for our children. We bring them before you. Thank you for igniting back that fire. Thank you for causing to see experientially your mighty hand to bring to pass what men have said is impossible. Thank you for our loved ones. Thank you for our nation, Nigeria. And then the church of Jesus Christ. Power is in the world. Thank you. No enemy can cower the church. Thank you, Jesus, for all these people trooping back, trooping back to the sites they abandoned. Thank you for tears wiped. Thank you for heads lifted. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the garment of ashes exchange for the garment of grace. Thank you for making us instruments that our testimonies will bring people to your kingdom. Holy Father, we worship you. That's why. So magnifies. It's a beautiful day. A day of opening our windows, drawing our curtains, going out, being refreshed and saying this is possible by the power of the word of God. Thank you, Holy Spirits. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed, amen, amen, amen.